And we're right. up to oh fuck. oh we're oh you're starting it now. We're going reverse we're going reverse Spider-Man now. You can you can start this shit. You're listening to a count out podcast. Okay. Welcome to Your Dose of Death. I am your co-host, Mr. Kings Road Wrestling, with the main host, Lauren Rosenberg, with a very special guest today. Um, Lauren, why don't you tell everyone who we're with? Yeah, um, this is a man who has been around the wrestling game for a long time. It feels like even when I started in indie wrestling, this is a guy who literally I always saw photos with, and I was so enamored by his photos. Um, and someone who becoming a new friend of ours, I mean, for old, old friend of yours, Mike, but becoming a new friend of mine. Um, I am here with none other than the man himself, um, wrestling photographer, Nick Carp. By the way, Carp, I believe you're the first actual wrestling photographer we've had on the show too. Yeah. We can retire it after this. Yeah. I was going to say, hey, <laughs> you're one and done. We're one yeah. and done guys. That's it. We have the go. We have the go. Okay. <laughs> Welcome, Nick, and uh, thank you for coming on here. We were having a little bit of discussion um, a few days ago um, at the Jersey J Cup where Nick was there and I was there. Uh, Nick was kind of leading the photographers there, <laughs> and um, you know, he was talking about all these cool things that he was involved in, and I said, um, "That's really freaking dope." And we came up with the idea for him to come on here, and maybe discuss some of those stuff, and then. Talk about you know a little bit of the backstory of Nick Carpa as a photographer, and uh, we're very happy to have you on. Well, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, I absolutely. actually do your podcast weekly. I love it. Thank we you. We appreciate it. We appreciate yeah. it a lot. Um, I think definitely where we want to start off, though, Nick. I mean, what has your journey looked like from first starting with wrestling photography to now? I mean, you've been doing it for a long time. It feels like so. Definitely want to for newer people that maybe aren't as familiar with you like really wherever you want to start with your journey in the world of wrestling photography uh i want to start off by saying i'm, I'm not a wrestling photographer i'm just a photographer, a photographer. He is. He is. this is true uh, like <laughs> like i i don't special like I, I i happen to shoot some wrestling shows but yeah, absolutely people that do specifically just that and that's sick and a lot of those people are fucking really good I'm just that's not happens to be like what I want to be known as, if that makes any sense. Fair enough. Uh, fair enough. I started shooting. I'm I'm almost 30. Uh, I started shooting when I was 15 years old. My dad was a photographer. I assisted him at weddings. From there, uh, I made a. I was very in the music scene, and I made a music website. Uh, was blogging, and against me was playing Brooklyn, and I did not have a job at that point. And I really wanted to go. Oh, so I asked for a reviewer ticket so I could review the show. He asked me if I wanted a photo pass. And uh, from there, we uh, I borrowed my dad's camera, or my dad gave me a camera. It wasn't his, but it was a camera. And uh, from there, the rest is history. I uh, I started shooting a bunch of shows, and eventually, like you know, I, I got kind of known in my my community. Um, I toured a little bit. Um, 
and especially like punk like emo hardcore like that scene i was pretty relevant i would say relevant in that space and then um my friend brooke kelty uh in 2017 told me about a no ring bar show uh that casanova valentine was throwing and that became the first wrestling show i ever shot and uh, yeah it was 2017 yeah uh, twenty maybe twenty eighteen. It was a, it was Casanova Valentine against Stockade. The opening oh match was classic. Yeah, uh, opening match was Janela versus Dickinson. Uh, Oof, that's, a, that's really a far back then. Okay, yeah, it was very far. Back. Yeah, so, and, Lord, uh, but I can attest to Nick Carp doing all these shows. I was at um a festival in Atlantic City. Um, to see Paramore, and I'm hanging out with my my buddy, and we're getting drinks and this and that. I look up, and it's just like Nick Carp's there with a big fucking camera hanging from, uh, <laughs> hanging. He's got all these people around, and I was like, Nick, what's up, dude? Like, I didn't, I had no idea that Nick Carp did like concerts and stuff. I just didn't know the history of him, so I thought that was wild that uh, I knew someone there, and that he was shooting like Paramore. Like, so you are. Very well known, I would say, in, in that space. I have enough clout where I can go. I can hit up someone and usually go to a show I want to go to. So that's that's what that's the level I like to be at. It's pretty nice. <laughs> that is nice. What are some uh, uh, like concerts that you have loved shooting? Um, Blink Two is my favorite band of all time. Uh, so then, I, I mean, if you want to go bands that were great to shoot. Fever three 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 comes to mind. Fever, and, I love Fever three three three. Love um, them. Uh, in terms of like newer stuff, I, I've been real. I have a really good rapport with uh with Callus Dow Boys. If you're familiar with them, they're like a no. metalcore band from Atlanta. They're going on tour okay. sixty eight. They're fantastic. But like in terms, like I don't know. I don't know how to talk about my music work that much. To be <laughs> honest, guys, it's uh, I've shot a lot, of, a lot of bands. I've shot everyone from like Kanye West to a local like. Uh, uh, that's wild. 25 cap room punk show. Like, I just like to shoot cool shit. So you go to and whatever pay, and whatever pays me. <laughs> As like pictures of like Haley Williams from Paramore, and then it's like yeah, shit, Kanye. Like, so you don't really dive into one specific niche of music. Uh, I, I feel like I was pigeonholed for a little bit. Um, into like more emo. Like, I mean, that's what generally what I listen to. Like there's a lot of like American football and like I don't know mathy like mathy shit. Uh, you guys hear me? Okay. Yeah. 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 Okay. Cool. Uh, yeah. Generally, just I listen to like math and emo and post post hardcore and punk. But uh, I'll shoot whatever. I'll shoot whatever. Like either again pays me or is interesting to me. Okay. Hmm. And um, like, do with those, like, because I'm not familiar with how that works versus wrestling photography. Like, do those get like published or you them to? I'm, I mean, it depends if I'm shooting for an, a publication and if I'm shooting for a publication, it goes like a media website, which is like a weird thing that like wrestling doesn't have. It's like the only wrestling like media that really like shoots shows is PWI. That's and, true. Like, mm-hmm. like, I don't think Fightful really has photographers. I don't see like really anyone. Um, not to say they could or could not get credentialed, it was just an interesting thought that, uh, 
Yeah. Yeah, I have some old magazines from um, PW, and they have like credit PWI photographers throughout the whole mm-hmm. magazine, which like you don't see that today. If someone I mean, puts together a piece or using other people, like I've used your photos for articles, you know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, PWI like has done like assignments. I think. I don't know. I don't. I don't work with PWI though. <laughs> um, I will say something that um that does intrigue me, like what do you see as maybe like the biggest difference of coming from like a run? I mean, you've worked multiple photography gigs, jobs, but like from like a music standpoint versus wrestling standpoint, like what are some things that maybe you find easier in wrestling versus like working in the music industry as a photographer as well? Um, I think the way you shoot is a little bit easier in wrestling, to be honest. I mean, you have to be like, faster but like it's easier to read it's easier to like know what's going to happen you know no one's going to be behind you kicking in the back of the head like that's a really like that's a, that's a legit anxiety you have shooting live music when there's no yeah. like, barricade even with a barricade if you're shooting like heavy music uh you kind of have to be a little bit more of your surroundings unless it's a multi-man match where you know there's yeah of course or speedball match uh <laughs> where just uh you don't know where anyone's going to come from um and it's kind of directed towards you as well, especially if you're on like hard camp side, like everything is like facing you. It's, it's okay. a lot easier to uh, shoot in my opinion, just because again, it's forward. Does that make sense? Like, yeah, no, it makes perfect sense. Well, so where are you like, for, like film? I'm sorry. sorry to interrupt you, Lauren or Nick, uh, but I was just wondering where, like to go off of that, where are you situated for like these, Cosmers like hardcore i know like gets freaking crazy like where where are you setting up um i i've been really debating like having like an internal model like dialogue in my head about like where photography's place is in the realm of like capturing live content and like a lot of photographers try to make it like all the way to the front to capture the band that's not the story. Like, there's more to it than that. There's, I think, crowd interaction, especially for heavy music, especially for like no barricade shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, you you want to get that like that connection. Um, and so, like, I'll go a little bit back. I'll go to the side. I don't know. It just depends on the the gig. It depends on the venue. Depends where there's room. I'm just trying. I'm not trying to be as invasive as I may have once one been. Like, as been. I I don't know. It's it's the the goal of a photographer is kind of trying to be like a fly on the wall and document and when you're interrupting the moment i don't think that's like yeah of course you're doing that does that make sense like it's yeah, really right it makes there. absolute sense yeah I there, thought there, about you're you're it's it's hard so it's a it's, it's a weird conflict well um I think it's really interesting like especially you find a way to be like fluid and like you have your different strategies of being a photographer um i definitely want to get into more of the wrestling aspects what has been some of your favorite moments that you've captured on camera in in any kind of professional wrestling aspect oh uh matt cardona being engaged is definitely one of the coolest ones and that photo appears everywhere i think it's like the basis of a fucking doll now <laughs> uh, it was on a wine bottle it was uh not the wine Oh, yeah, <laughs> I, I forgot. I don't even have one. Yeah, uh, uh it, his like his shirt became like a card, 
with the photo. Yeah. The red curtain one. But like uh, that, that has to be like the one where I'm like, oh, this is really cool. Um, before that, I made a zine based yeah. on like deathmatch and COVID. Yes, I ha- I have that book somewhere. I remember that, um, yeah. And that's how I got to like got. Uh, I think I came. Was out it? I'm trying to remember. Was it the one with the cover of like the mat, the bloody mat? Yeah, it's mat? yeah, I do have that. Yeah, I do. Have yeah, that. it's called Death and COVID. Um, yes, Death and COVID. Uh, it documents the year, you know, a year in the the pandemic wrestling mm-hmm. um and the only thing running was clearly deathmatch like i think yeah. death, deathmatch wrestling uh kept indie wrestling alive during that time clearly yeah it um, really was so doing that whole thing like going to king of the deathmatch um going to all those weird icw shows in a barn <laughs> where it got rained out and then it became an o-ring uh, going to the VXS show, they got the venue changed three times. Oh my god! Yeah. And then it had, then the ring didn't have ropes, and it was just like an abandoned like uh, uh, office that like <laughs> that was that was one of the wildest days in wrestling history in general. My favorite show I think I've ever shot is just because of how weird it was, and like I was with Isaac the entire time. And- <laughs> You shot King of the Dead. What a day that was. Weird moments. I didn't know that you went to King of the Death match. Yeah, I did King the COVID year. Uh, whatever, 20... Yeah, 2020. 2020? Where 2020? do I look at Because I want to go through that. Where do I... you have them anywhere? Or? I I mean, I can just send you a copy of Death and COVID. I, I really haven't posted that kind of work out there. Yeah. It's not for like... Like, I don't want the world to see it. I just like... I think there's a way that like art should be viewed and I want really wanted that in the physical median, but also if you snooze, you lose kind of deal. Like I, I want it to be available for like a period of time. I don't want it. Yeah. To, I necessarily need to live forever. Yeah. Yeah. I, I feel that I have a lot of stuff. Like I have like, like terabytes of video that like I've never posted um, to sometimes I like randomly put it out there, but um, I like specifically your work because on your social media pages, you don't just like dump the whole, here's everything. Cause I feel like that you miss so much shit with that. Like you pick, like, it seems like you cherry pick like really cool moments and put them out there. And I remember specifically like the, um, Melrose ballroom show where Effie won the internet title. Like you had some really, really good shots, but they didn't get lost because there wasn't like 5,000 pictures, you know? Yeah. Well, that's 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 another thing is I think there's just an oversaturation and not like people can watch the match. Yeah. Why are you posting every single moment in the match? And and I get it, like people want that for content. Um it's good for socials. Like I get that, but like that's just not how my brain operates. Um I want I just want to see the best stuff. I want to go through 150 photos. Yeah, I I definitely agree with that sentiment. I think I, I love the fact that you want more physical media. I think Physical media seems like a dying art these days, and I do have the. I actually was looking through my drawers earlier for the Orange Crush books with the, with your stuff in them. So i I was a very I was a fruitful buyer of those books. I think so I thank you for those. And I lost. But I don't think I. I don't think I have an. I might have an Orange Crush. No, I don't. I have. Earl. I have two. I have yeah. two Orange Crush oh. books. I love the yeah. one with Moxley from Bloodsport. That yeah, is one of my favorite fun. covers. Favorite photos ever with that's just 
that's peak. Shout, shout out, shout out Ryan Loco for being the. Oh, uh, that yeah, that was Ryan Loco. That's right. Loco. Wow. So I, I never had I never had an Orange Crush cover. Funny enough, I've I've been in all the magazines, but I've never the 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 uh, really had, wow. Uh, I never had a cover. Uh, on that or uh, something's coming. Okay, I love those. maybe not a ma- maybe not a magazine, but I I uh, something something's coming. That's good. Yeah. Um, I but yeah, I love the I love the fact you want more physical me. I think physical me yeah. is a dying art. I think it needs to keep going because I mean. I like mementos. I like, like, I am also one of those people, like, yes, I am starting to dip my feet into the world of filming at wrestling shows, ringside, and paid for that. But I also am one of those people, like, if I'm going to a show as a fan, I'm a fan. I barely take photos. I want to be in the moment. I want to really, like, relish the moment because sometimes, like, you get lost and sucked into your media. I wanted to ask you this to go off, uh, off of that because. I felt this, but I feel like I might be one of the only, maybe the only one, but I'll shoot a show and maybe I'll be with you or something. And you're there shooting it too. And then people will be like, uh, how was that match? And I'm like, oh, it was sick. And they're like, really? It sucked. Like, I feel like I don't even comprehend what's going on in the ring. If I have a camera or something out. Yeah. Um, sometimes you realize it's really good. Like sometimes you get kind of enamored in it. Uh, clearly, because you're right there, like that. It, it's kind of you know the the physical sensation of seeing live performance, like mm-hmm. literally inches away from you, is uh, a little bit uh, blinding at times with your perspective. But like, yeah, I I can kind of generally tell what's good and what's bad. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I just get lost and I can't. I can't. It's, not, you're I'm, working. It's like I'm it's not, like you're in that work mode. Yeah, you're oh, just sure. like yeah. You're like you're working. You're like oh, need to focus on this and see it through to the end. You don't really think about those things sometimes. But I also, also like, sometimes it's been cool sorry. as fuck being so close. You know, like exactly like you were saying, like uh, like the Fight Club, like being right there, like that was nuts, dude. Um, on there, and I, I'm I've seen I've, I've remembered shows where I've seen you like in front of me, like Homecoming or like the Dallas shows, and like before I even got into ringside i always thought like man that must be sick being that close like that's gnarly it's it's definitely a a perk that i get to see my favorite art form again inches away from me and i get to make cool moments out of it sometimes you know yeah I, i think that's something that is so important moments i wish more people realized what we as people that are filming or taking photos we're not just there for content. We're not like, we're trying to make damn moments. And I think I, you hit that right on the head, Nick. So thank you for reiterating that. Like we're there to make moments and make like some of these moments are really freaking cool. Like, and it's cool to have that little memento as well. Of course. And it's uh, uh, my, my other thing, just to go back on printed media. Mm-hmm. Um, it kills me that my archive is just on a Dropbox somewhere. Like, I don't necessarily like need people to like, I don't want, I don't know if I like want people to like have everything, but I think it's a really interesting perspective where we are with media consumption and with the internet, with everything versus like, but like, again, like Pete, that's why I think like PWI back in the day was so special yeah. was all the weird, like in between moments of wrestling. And that's what I'm trying to do more of is like, show the environment of what wrestling is because let's be real like the showboat is weird 
The showboat is one of the weirdest venues <laughs> I've ever been to, period. Yeah. The oh, the cat room it literally looks like a circus. Like you can't you can't make that up in the terms of wrestling spectrum. I want to show like what this is. I want to show like the environment around. What, Servino, have you been in the locker room when it was uh, when it was at the the carousel room? Yeah, yeah, it was in the back of a fucking restaurant for some. Yeah, I was right. gonna say, was it, it in the back of a restaurant? It was an abandoned restaurant. Yeah, yeah it was, like, like was a, it the steakhouse yeah. that's down yeah. a bit? Yeah, I don't what? know what it was. I don't there know was Italian no, or steakhouse. There was koi fish on the wall because I took a photo. What? Of the that's uh, I took a photo wild. Of- I, I took a photo uh, of Minoru Suzuki with koi fish. And I want to show how weird wrestling is. Like, that's really? what I love about it. Yeah. It is really fucking weird, that place, too. Like, I even tried to plug in, like, a prompt to, like, um, chat GPT to make images of, like, professional wrestling in Atlantic City. It was pulling the fucking weirdest shit. <laughs> um, like, with casinos around and, like, oh, boys. My God. God, man. But, um you definitely, that's uh, a good point. The in-between moments of wrestling. There's so many photographers. I don't want to insult anyone, but they're no. all. Oh, there's there's, there's so much to cover, and there's it feels like there's almost not enough. I, I think there's enough. <laughs> okay. There's a lot. There's, well, here's, here's the big problem. There's a lot of people that want the same thing. And that's why I try to go to a different perspective of it. There's a lot of people also want to be at the same places. But there's only so much room. And so, like, I don't know what the answer to that is. I don't know if it's seniority. I don't know if it's yeah. talent. At the end of the day, uh, it, it's the promoter's call. And I've been, I didn't, I don't know. We haven't discussed this yet, but like, the reason I'm more involved in wrestling now is because I I help with New Fear City a lot. Um, and we have that debate where they're like, we don't. I haven't approved a photographer other than like one or two of my friends. And people just bring cameras to the show. It's a no ring company. Yeah, of course. So, like, what am I going to do? Ban cameras? Like, at a punk bar? I can't really do that. So, like, we've been having this discussion of, like, wh- where in the space is, is, like, is it too much? Or I don't want to, like, insult people by being like, no, you can't do it. And it's also, like, you know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I was going to elaborate on that. Like, I think that's something that I definitely have experienced over the last few weeks. Just the art of rejection is not easy. That's for one, but also at the same time, like everyone wants to do this, but there, it almost feels like there's levels. So there's just, there's different ways to do things. It's it's hard to explain. And I feel like there's no like Holy book or Bible on how to do this anyway. So I think the Holy book is, is literally, talk to the promoter <laughs> and, get, and then get approval. And then once, you, yeah, once I mean, you're good, you're good. And sometimes you just won't get approval from the promoter. Just, just, yeah. I mean, it's a fact of life. Are, are you, I've been rejected more than I've been approved for shoots. Like in yeah. my overall career. Yeah. I asked I'm Brett. Still great, and he said, no, every time we just didn't answer. Um, you earned that spot. Like, you know what I mean? 100%. You kept showing up. You kept doing it like in a, in a different angle. You kept making it work until you were promoted to that. You know what I yeah. mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. That's the thing with a lot of like wrestling photographers or at least people in the space. Mm-hmm. They're like, why do I not 
why am I not shooting ringside? Like, that's the thing. It's like, keep coming to shows, keep promoting, like, keep doing these little things. Build a body, build a a quality body of work that sells yourself. Like, that's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. Do the crowd and not be intrusive, I think. There yeah. are a lot of people with cameras in the crowd now. I feel, I feel like there's, I've seen more. Yeah. always, always is like that. GCW especially. Like, oh man, like there. No again, ring shows. It's as someone who oh, filmed dude, has again, filmed a no oh, ring show. Yeah, don't get it's... me started, man. We just, <laughs> had, we just had a show yesterday. I yeah, and, I know. Um, we can talk about that as well. But yeah, uh, I had to tell people about because I wasn't so, aware of it either. Well, that we had a show yesterday. No, that you're you're like, part of New Fear City. I mean, yeah, I don't, I don't make it really that public. It's just not like yeah. this is fun for me. Like, I don't want, I don't want to. Be so, a- where where do you want to start with New Fear City? Like, how long has this been going on with yeah. you? And I mean, of course, Casino of Valentine, one of the the hive minds of New Fear City, and a man who's well known around. It's the world. Not, he is one of. He, it's his. I said one of. Yeah, it's his company. It's his. Company. Um, it is. It, at the end of the day, he it's he gets the final say of anything. But okay. like, I've been going to his shows since the stockade, and I don't think I missed many in the terms of Brooklyn. I, I was shooting them, um, and then I became really good friends with Cass throughout this and the crew of New Fear. And at one point, there was like, I'm not going to say which card, but you you, you could do your math on this. Where I kind of looked at it, I go, you got fucking stale, man. Like, you're just, like, going through the bare minimum motions. And then also, you have to put perspective. Like, this is a DIY operation. And, like, Cass used to hand-draw everything and, like, promote and book talent. And we haven't had the best luck of, you know, of talent making it all the time. Like, yeah. you know, it, this shit happens. But, like, it, it's it's part of the the thing. So, I'm like, at one point, I was like, "Let me, let me help." I I I, I used to play TEW a lot. I, I'm a fucking Mark nerd. <laughs> like I love it. So I I was like, "Yo, let me book my own real life <laughs> no ring eFed with you." And the the first show I helped with was he wanted to, he wanted to do after the GCW Hammerstein show. Okay, I was at and that. So that I was gave him, and I that gave him good. some suggestions on the card on who he should get. Uh, and that was the first one I helped him with. Okay, so that was Masha Reed, Masha Mur- Reed, yeah, Murdoch Cass, and Hoodfoot, and um, Brian Keith. Which, yeah, Brian Keith. Yeah, which ages real well. That's wild. Yeah. That ages Fine. real well. Holy That's crap! First involvement with booking and promoting. Um, I used to book like shows, like in in high school and college, like like punk shows, like. I'm also a production manager on the side and I'm a producer for like other artists, like for video shoots and photo shoots. So I kind of like, I kind of know how to make shit work. If that makes sense. Yeah. 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 Um. So with, what has it been like with your involvement in New Fear City? Like how has it been really like kind of behind the scenes? Like from what you can tell us, like how has that experience been for you? Uh, I got to deal with Casanova Valentine a lot. So uh, if you love him, <laughs> I, I have the best. I have the best uh, position. If you if you don't, then I have the worst position. <laughs> I love that man. Um, when he he drives me crazy, but I love that man. <laughs> I love awesome. I love the work he's done. I love the art he's created, and I think he's cultivated such a cool scene in New York 
that is unlike anything I've ever seen. Um, not wrestling fans come to New Fear City shows, and I think that's yeah, the that's the thing I noticed yeah. when I went to New Fear after Hammerstein was it definitely wasn't like your normal wrestling crowd, and like it just was a great time. You need it's not that. a wrestling company. It's, really it's not a re- <laughs> it's not it's not a wrestling company. It's a nightlife company. Yeah, okay, that's how I like that's how what we talk about is that like we do wrestle like it's performance art technically, but like, yeah, it is. I fully believe that New Fear City is performance art. At its fucking core, and I think wrestling is performance art. Yeah, um, I agree with that. Like we have go go dancers. Like I don't know. Like we want to make it like we want to treat it like nightlife. We want to make it. Cool. Yeah. There, there's family. There's so much family friendly wrestling out there. We don't want. We, we're we're not that. I like how that you're not a family. There's too many family friendly wrestling shows. Here. Uh, I don't think, and I I like that you're 21 plus. I think that. I don't really, I don't know. I'm not going to really get into this too much, but I don't think a lot of the stuff that we see like is an environment for children. But oh, I agree. Go down. I cannot agree more. To be honest, yeah. I mean, you had I, shows where it's not there's no age limit where like kids have been put in precarious situations. I'm not going to say who. We all know. I'm going to I'm I'm talk a little shit. I'm going to talk a little. There, go I ahead. I saw a photo Fair. today of Neil Diamond Cutter winning the the belt. Yeah, oh, the, the yeah. There's this child right next to him, and I'm like, I don't, I hadn't seen that match, but I've seen Neo matches, and they're brutal. brutal. And like the hardcore belt too. So I know no one's fucking around. So like, and there's just a child next, and I'm just like, I, I don't, I'm not a parent. That's how I'm gonna label that. But like, man, some people let their kids run a little bit too wild. I agree with that. Like, go to WWE. I, I I think there should be an age limit at death matches. I think that's a really hot take. Um, I and it's not I, for- like I think if like there's, you're there's, old enough to like at least vote, you yeah. should be able to go. Yeah, eighteen and up, and then unless that I agree. Yeah, I think I think you could do. I think you can get away with sixteen plus. But sixteen like, it was like probably the I lowest. I feel like that's really fair, and I know like. There are uh, ever there's so many wrestlers that are gonna hear this and be like fuck no or like like because they they they, they want the money it's about the money not, it's not even well yes money but also uh I, I'm thinking about like when they were fans at, at a young age uh, true like, well, that's especially true during well. like the online CZW era like uh, a yeah. lot of those kids like were were kids we're like 13 14 on message boards and like that's true you know so like I get that and like. I'm sure there was a bunch of 14 and 15 year old on TODs. Like, you know what I mean? But like, just, just, I don't, I don't think that's needed. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a parent. I, did, I tried to go to cage of death. I found CZW online and I begged my mom. <laughs> she looked it up and was like, no, we're not doing this. Like, absolutely not. So she, took, <laughs> she took me to the arena just to see it like during an off day. And I got pictures and stuff. But I'm kind of like glad, like she was right. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. Like I shouldn't have been at that. So it's just, yeah, it's yeah. <laughs> but anyway, you got cool shit coming up. I know um, we're not gonna touch on that too much. But um, you know, New Fear City just ran yesterday, right? And then you got some. Yeah, yeah. We had we had, we, we did our first uh, our first advanced sellout. First advanced sellout. Wow. Yeah, so that was really cool. Um card was kind of sick i'm not gonna lie we had some weird bat that whole card was just weird matches i feel like. i'm loving i see i see the clips always in new york city online 
I'm loving this whole like Kid Osborne cruel dynamic. It's just the, it is the most bizarre shit ever, but it works. That's, that's our main storyline right now, man. Like, like I love the, I love the show name Goodbye Cruel World. I just love all the cruel puns and stuff. It's hilarious. I like we your event too and stuff. I'm sorry. I like like your promotional items, like your event posters. Yes. And stuff. they look cool. Uh, a shout out uh, uh, to the Circle Six team who who does a lot of our gra- who does all of our graphics. Uh, the old graphics were done by Cask, like when he used to hand draw them. I thought that was a really yeah. cool dynamic we used to do. Um, yeah, they 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 crush it, man. They they, they crush it. I was say uh, you guys have a working partnership with Circle Six, I believe. Yeah, like, in, in partnership of sorts. Yes. Yeah, we um, yeah, we have a working partnership. <laughs> A working partnership. <laughs> yeah. They've been uh, they've been very good to us. That's and, good to hear. And I'm excited to see what the future holds. I'm excited. We are cooking. Were you involved in the Dallas show at all? Um, the New Fear Dallas show. Yeah. Uh, a little bit. I could. That's the only. That was the only one I ever shot. Um. I've been to New Year's Day before, but that was a, well, that was one where I was in the pit because um, Power and Captain <laughs> Oprah. That was show out. was something else. It was, but that was my first experience, and they welcomed me with open arms. Casting over to get out, get in there, and it's very nice. And I still use the videos to this day. Like there was such cool shit from that show. Um, I, I got to go with Pondo too. It, yeah, it, I saw that, that you were on the couch next to Pondo. <laughs> I'll never forget that. So, all right, I'll, I'll I'll go a little bit in depth of that. Um, when that that show. It was originally just a new fear show and we were booking matches at that point and like we i have a draft of like what the original card looked like and there was like people were using blah 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 and no piece jumped on um as a partner for the show yes and um the card changed but i have like root i i i helped with the roots of it that makes any sense so okay. like i helped a little bit with the the cast tony knee storyline because that was that was, that was a really good storyline. That was excellent. I, I, uh, I the 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 script with Twitter. I I, I helped with a bit, and nice. uh, I posted I on Reddit that to like that came out. That was like what? Like Tony Nese is an asshole, man. Like, fuck. dude, yeah, that was yeah. nuclear shit with Tony Nese. Well, like, we gotta make this interesting. Like, yeah, no, I agree with that. And and it was working workers, which was real um, fun to watch. And I put it on. Then I put it on Reddit, and I was just like, I don't know what this is. Can someone help me find out what it is? And then like three hours later, someone posted a Tony and he's just like to comment as it's cast of a Valentine. We've been looking at the we we've, we've been like searching for this all oh along and talking about all these theories. And it, he just liked the fucking tweet. <laughs> <laughs> It was good. It was um, fun. The other match, I mean, there's a couple, there's some really good ones on that Dallas show. The I can tell the, you the ones that, like, I kind of, like... Which one? Um, It wasn't supposed to be this, but we had a match idea for Hoodfoot, and then we had a match idea for Masada. And then, oh, that and, one. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. Generally, yeah. That, like, from the ideas we had, that's how that happened. I just... Know, the, um, the, one, the one light to match with Puff and Frank the Clown was fucking hilarious. Not, I did not make the stip, but we, we that was that was a new fear one. As someone as, as a Chicago native who's had to deal with that asshole Frank the Clown for years upon years, that that, that match popped me to no end. 
That's uh, that's uh, cast thought of the single light tube, and uh, <laughs> he 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 won. He like that was the that best tip you could have made for that match. It really we just was. Had yeah, you just had Puff come back yesterday. They do that in DDT now, right? Yes. Yeah, I think I think they did it before. I'm positive. I'm guessing DDT invented it before. I'm guessing DDT has done everything in wrestling before anyone else yeah. has. Yeah, yeah. If they came up with anything new, it wouldn't surprise us. At this point. Exactly. But um, I'm also pumped for the collective um, to be, you know, whatever shows that you do come for GCW, I'm pumped to be there with you. Um, oh, yeah. I think I and for those that don't know, I was I'm, a, I'm an idiot. Like I'm really stupid with anything technology wise. I'm really just not good with it. And I, I we were at a JCW show over the summer, and I was like, I can't get my videos to look clear. Like I don't understand. And Nick came up and and put the exposure down for me and like explained what exposure was because I I just wasn't sure. Oh, I, I really okay. appreciated that because no one else had done that before, and I was obviously very lost. So. um I do enjoy when you're at the shows, dude. It makes it a lot better. And I, I'm, I'm yeah, guys. for the collective. <laughs> so my back uh, closet, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, you're fine. My room's uh, a mess. Room. No, you're good. Um, yeah, I, I, Serena, I'll always help anyone that asks her answer. Um, but I don't do think you, that's like a gatekeeping thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I think you just gave a good opportunity for this kind of question as well, Nick. I mean, you've been doing photography for a long time now. And um, what what is one piece of piece, excuse me, of advice you'd give to someone that's trying to just do any kind of photography or any kind of content creation? What's like one piece of advice you'd want to give to someone? What do you, if, what do you want to shoot? Uh, make it happen. Just like, just do it. I don't know, like figure out a way to get there, figure out a way to shoot somehow. If they don't give you access, okay, figure it out. Like do the thing that you want to do. It's uh, and, and don't break the rules, you know, like to the, like you can people push, but like, don't break the rules and just like stick, like stick to it. It, I, I said it earlier. I've been rejected more than I've been approved. And that's, that's fucking fact. Like if you count like shows, especially yeah. like you email a publicist and they only have a certain amount. And if they yeah. don't like I'm shooting for personally, or they have, I need an out or they don't like the outlet that I'm shooting for. They can say no. And that's fine. That's up to them. Like, what am I going to do? Like complain? Sure. I can, I can, I can harness negative energy towards that. But like, that's not what you should do. You should just make like figure it out. What about like all just these do people it. with? And I I think about this a lot too. And I think you're a good person to ask about this. You know, I've used stuff off an iPhone. So does Lauren. Like, what about like you see all these people like yourself with really like crazy ass setups? Like, what would you suggest? Like, to because it's kind of daunting. Like, I don't know uh, how to operate. I mean, one of these, I mean, like, Serena, you know, you you have your. There's a reason why you're there. Mm-hmm. Like you, you have the access. Like you have the permission. Gear doesn't fucking matter. Yeah, what, you're there. That it matters that like you could when you tell people to go do it, you're just telling them like bring whatever the fuck that they have and just do it off of that. You want to shoot photos? You don't have a camera. You only have a phone. So make it happen. Yeah. Like like 
there's not many excuses at this point. Like if you want to do, uh, if you want to shoot, unless you just don't show up. Like, and not only that, like with the daunting task of like, oh, you have an iPhone and I have a DSLR. Servino, like you, you have. I guarantee you have more longevity in this than I do (laughs) in terms of like, (laughs) like in terms of your spot right now. Like that's a real thing. I think iPhones are great and I and they're cheap. So I, um, you know, and I don't think the gear matters too much. But no, something doesn't. that you take is incredible. I, I will say that, and um, I wouldn't even know where to start. So it's very impressive. I think backstage I stuff. Think, oh, it's I like the candid moments of wrestling again. I like the seeing people get into their performance space, which is such an intimate thing. And I'm so blessed for the access. A lot of that because. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't take it for granted, and I don't like. I I, I don't love to. Sh- I I really like my archive because I have like moments that like, ten years from now I'm probably gonna release. Like I have photos that like break kayfabe a bit that like I, especially a lot of like old school people don't want to see that and don't want that out there. So like I think when you look back on like a lot of like old ECW photos, especially, and you see like. I don't know, like Taz hanging out uh, with with whomever, uh, like like super like super flash, like old school candid work. I think that's the coolest shit. I think documenting that culture that. Yeah. is like what I really like. Um, because I think that's what, especially with GCW, especially with GCW. I think that like it's it's there's there hasn't been any indie like this, and it's such an interesting time for them. And I think documenting the the era of of what this is is is, is important, especially I, in that level. I agree wholeheartedly, dude. People, people say I have a couple of buddies who kind of like wrestling, and they're like, "Oh, you're fucking wasting your time taking photos of this shit." And I don't agree with that at all. I think that it's going to be looked back on in the future. And I have some photos like that too. Like in specific, I have a, I have a photo of um, them like planning Fight Club. They have like all like the the drawings up and stuff, and everybody's around. And like, I can't release that. Like, you know, maybe ten years from now, I can. I would but, say it'll be in the vault for a while. Yeah, there's stuff that I have in the vault too that you know, I don't know. Maybe it'll come out ten years from now. I I have one photo in particular that I'm thinking of that like I don't think we'll ever see the light of day, but uh, it's it's of Gage, um, and. Gage is such like has a very old school mentality to him, clearly because you know we've been wrestling for fucking twenty five years, something <laughs> like that, more. Yeah, um, yeah. So uh, I think a lot of like the current like pe- like the new people understand like the like what I'm doing, and also have the trust in me that I'm not gonna like fuck up anything. You know what I mean, like. I'm not going to fuck up a storyline. I'm not going to fuck up kayfabe because I really think like if you're, if, if you're doing something in this realm, like keeping that is important. Yeah. Overall, that's the product. Um, so, uh, it, it takes a lot of trust and it takes a lot. And I'm, I'm glad I've, I've been accepted with that trust. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't even go back there, dude, to the locker room. Like you're on a, a different level of trust than I would. Be. I don't. Even, I don't feel comfortable going back mm-hmm. there. You know, like I just avoid it at all costs. So, like I, that 
it's just a whole nother world to me that I don't even know how I, that operates. I'm also on the hot take that there shouldn't be many people doing that as well. Yeah. Like that one. becomes the thing that becomes interrupting the space. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. I definitely agree. Like I've, I was going to say kind of serene. I'm kind of the opposite of you. That's one of the promotions I've worked for so far. I've been blessed to be able to be in the locker room and to build that trust so quickly. But like, at the same time, though, as well, like, it can be kind of a little daunting because you're just like, oh, like, I'm just here to take some, like, entrance clip, which I know there's been some people that have done them, and I've been blessed. that I've been given a blessing to continue doing those, so I'm grateful to. But, like, at the same time, though, I'm kind of the same as you guys. Like, oh, like I don't know. I don't want to be in the locker room the entire time or, you I know. Like, you're you know. So like, I, don't, I don't either. I don't want to be here. I don't want to be back there. Like, you don't have to worry, dude. <laughs> well, you're 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 also like you're not there to socialize or like do whatever. You're there for a job. Exactly. Gonna, I'm gonna work. I'm gonna work and, mindset. When I get in, I'm the work uh, mind goes in right away. And like, I'm not gonna go up to people and talk to them when I realize there's a moment to maybe like grab if I want to do like a weird portrait or something. Like, I'll go grab them when I see them like not calling their match. Yeah, of course. Not getting changed, you know what I mean? Like, (laughs) there's a there's a way to address people. Yeah, Yeah. exactly. Like, I'll introduce myself, but that's it. Like, and I I tell everyone whenever I film now, I'm like, act natural. I am a ghost. Do not see me. (laughs) A lot of people, like a lot of times, like I won't give my like. I'll just DM the person the photos. (laughs) Oh yeah, they'll be. Oh, you were that person, and I'm like, yeah. There's a reason I'm like. I think everyone like understands. Like I'm like, maybe not everyone, but like people (laughs) understand that like if someone's back there, there's a reason. Yeah, exactly. And I think that's a good. And there's been permission given or like whatever. I've had that happen too, where I I've posted it, um, and they're like, oh, I didn't realize that was you. (laughs) That I don't want to be known at all from the locker room perspective there's, you know? there's, it's not about us no that's it's about it's about them it's about yeah them. 1000 percent. like that's what that's what i'm trying to cultivate at least like and like make people realize that like it especially photographers especially photographers who like again i love all my friends and i love this community uh there's a lot of wrestling photographers there are there's a ton yeah um yes. and, and and more more than deathmatch more than indie but like a lot of photographers in general like make it about themselves whether indirect or direct and I'm big guilty of that it's hard yeah. to like realize the purpose of this and that to me is like not the point of what we're doing and I think yeah. if you have like an unhealthy like relationship with that your work is going to suffer as well it's it's a, it's a fine line to balance for sure. Yeah, it is. That's for sure. Um, I think I love all your points that you brought up for sure. I think it needs to be heard at least some of these things from from people. Um, that there's a proper way to do it, and I I think you're spearheading that. Yeah, I I think there's a sort of respectful way to go about this, and um, I think there's like a system in place for it to happen. But I think also people need to understand that this isn't for everyone. And also like promotions can say no, like promotions. I don't want to say don't need you, but they don't need to approve you. They don't need to 
have your services. Not everyone is entitled. Yes. Like, that's a big thing. 1,000%. And it's hard. It's, it's Again, in this space where, especially now in indie wrestling, which was this wasn't a thing 20 years ago, uh, more so, but, like, people, there are people involved in this community um, so heavily. And it's, like, more, like, again, like, kayfabe's kind of, like, kayfabe's dead. We all know this. Yes. Like, <laughs> the inner workings of wrestling is kind of just, like, well public and not, like, and it's because of social media. Like, I don't think that's, like, it's just the evolution of, of it. But, like, with everyone's involvement in wrestling, there's a little sense of entitlement. And it's, you don't, I don't know, it's, 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 it's not, uh, you're not, you're not deserved anything. Yeah, I, there's a great thing that I heard when you mentioned Neil Diamond Cutter earlier. I'm going to mention a little Neil Diamond Cutter-ism here, because he taught me this when I was just trying, when I originally first thought about commentary, which now is a dead-in-the-water concept. Sorry, not sorry for that one. And he was like, listen, like, you have to give back to wrestling in order to get anything from wrestling. Like, as you, as all three of us know very damn well, like, you have to show up to shows. You have to want to help. Like, you have to have some type of dedication. Like, you're just, nothing is handed to you on a silver platter. And that's why I feel like an, uh, an allegiance towards Cat, or not, not that, like, I, I would never feel this. I would not ever feel this. Of course. But like Cass Cass was the first one to see my work and be like, fuck yeah, come do the shit and shoot. And I did that. And from there, it got me into uh, CZW where I shot a tournament of death because Larry vouched for me. And and shout out to Larry on that one for me because I would not have been able to do that, which probably would not have let me shoot another yeah. ring company and then would not let me shoot ICW in New York before there were no holds barred that would not allow me to shoot GCW. Yeah. Yeah. And from there, oh. like, I also shoot new Japan and East coast. That's the sickest thing. Yeah. For me. Like I would not have been able to do that. So like it, it's, it, there's a growth and like, you know, again, no, I mean, how you've been able to go to Japan as well to shoot. Yeah. Wild. Yeah. I got to shoot at Kirikin hall. That's and dope. Then, the sickest thing. Some really cool cannot, shots from that, man. I cannot wait for people to see why. Or <laughs> I mean, <laughs> we could talk <laughs> here for <laughs> days and hours on end. Well, no, we, we we didn't show your hand just yet, sir. We're 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 good. Okay. Um, but um. Yeah, it's been a really great conversation, Nick. Thank you for making the time for us as well. This has been really awesome. I, Again, I really enjoyed this. Thank you for having yeah, me. Yeah, I mean, we love just shooting the shit on here. And Mike, I mean, Mike, you were instrumental in this. This is this is all you, dude. Like, this is really well, cool this. the idea this weekend. So that I, I hope I wasn't boring. No, hell to no. the no. I hope this was like at least a little interesting. This might no, be your especially for what me and Mike have been through the last few weeks. This was so damn applicable in so many ways. I'm glad like, I, I hope help. No, and I hope people that listen to this understand a bit more about what we mean about paying our dues and building relationships and all that. Because you, sir, like you literally just gave us like a workshop 101. Yeah. On yeah. how to act in this business without even intentionally doing so. It felt like a damn workshop, which was great. It's it's weird. I, to me, like, 
I consider a lot of this just common sense. And that's what it should be, but... And I hate to say it like that, but, you know... Apparently, sometimes it doesn't come off like that, apparently. Just be respectful. Well, um, I'll I'll be seeing you, I guess, maybe next week, right? At uh, Atlantic City. I'll be... Yeah. Uh, can I plug a uh, new Fear yeah. City show? Yeah, absolutely. I was going to say, uh, we, we always like to give our guests the end of the show um, an, an episode of plug away on anything you have coming up, anything you want to talk, like anything you want to plug away on, feel free to go ahead and plug, my friend. Uh, March 7th, we are returning to the Wood Shop. Uh, it's a Thursday okay. show. I think it's going to be an 8 p.m. show, which is weird for us because usually we were at midnight. That is, yeah. You're like, yeah we're, we're trying something different. We tried, we had a thing yesterday was Sunday. We had a Sunday show. Today, uh, we're going for a Thursday. We're just trying to see what works. We're, 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 we're playing around. Uh, I think that show is going to be our most violent show we've ever had. I think our last show was kind of tame and compared to everything we've done. Okay. But this next one is, is going to be bonkers. Uh, well, see, now- I'm off that Friday. It's a because Thursday. I mean, Atlantic City. So, oh, so listen, man. If you want to show up, I do, I do want to show up. I do. Uh, Maybe I'll take Baruso with me. Uh, uh, Baruso <laughs> came. Baruso came yesterday for a little bit. I saw he did come yesterday. Yeah, he he left after the first match when you realized there was 150 people in a tiny bar. But <laughs> um, uh, announced already is uh, um, Dominic De Niro. Who is okay. uh, Blood Feud? Yeah, he's awesome. And, uh, he's writing. Uh, he's wrestling Cruel. Um, oh God! And if he beats Cruel at Murder Mania in Philadelphia, uh, Kid Osborne has to defend his self-proclaimed new No Ring uh, Deathmatch Championship against Dominic De Niro. So we'll see. Okay. Oh, at all. okay. Cruel's a Cruel's the ultimate test, though. Like who's beaten Cruel recently? Nobody. Nobody. In any promotion. In any promotion. So we'll see. Well, there we go. We got it on Thursday the seventh. Uh we also got the Ryuji Ito weekend coming up for uh in death match news yeah. for everybody. Um so and Kobayashi. Yeah. Who just came hot off the heels of a UK run, which is wild in twenty twenty four. What the hell? He, he, well, he did that back match with Cass in uh BJW. Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah. Cash went to BJW. Uh, well, Nick, any any final words of wisdom? Nah, just uh, <laughs> keep if you if 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 you got something you want to do, just fucking do it, man. Make it happen. It, this this the scene is uh the scene is small. Um, everyone talks. Everyone talks when you do good work. Everyone talks when you do bad work. Just keep keep your head straight and just keep going forward and. You know, if you have a road bump, you 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 fucking you you fix it and you you keep going straight. Yep, that's a good way to end this one. This has been a Countout Podcast.